Hi guys! Thanks for listening to us. I'm Raquel. I'm Jake. And this is Don't, Don't You know? know. So today's episode is going to be another episode that's done by Jacob mainly. <laughs> it's me. Yeah, today we're talking about. We, she asked me. She's like, "What should we do the thing on? What was it that you said? You said, um, well, I don't, we'll save it for a different one. But I'm like, I have no experience on that topic. So it's like, well, what do you want to do? And I said, uh, I don't even remember what the. Oh, I know what it was. I was like, what about sci-fi? And she's like, yeah, that works. So, not that I'm a huge sci-fi buff. I mean, I lean more on the nerdy scale than most, but I'm not, like, I'm kind of a sci-fi guy. I don't feel like I'm a big sci-fi guy. You're more sci-fi than I am. I'm, it's funny, because, like, I'm nerdy in certain ways that you aren't, and you're nerdy in certain ways that I'm not. I think I'm a nerd and you're a geek. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and I mean that in the <laughs> nicest way. I've always said that, no, like... No, I understand. There is a difference. I've always, I've always thought there's a difference between pop culture and then, like, technology kind of focus, you know? Because you're not so much technology, you like pop culture, like superheroes and comic books and stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I a lot of people probably disagree with you about technology since, I'm, like, my family straight up calls me the tech person. We need a tech person. We need a tech guy. I'm, like, constantly having to fix their tech stuff. There's a joke to be made about Apple, but but I don't want to make that, open up that whole ah. can of worms. So, <laughs> <laughs> you're a real tech guy. <laughs> yeah, I think it just depends. Because I always seen, um, I'm just joking. I've always seen like the difference between like geek and nerd is geeks are smart and nerds are just kind of, or maybe it's the opposite way. No, I've know. always heard it's like you want your nerd doing your homework or oh, you know actually about physics, nerd, nerd alert. Yeah, so it's the nerd's smart and geek is the <laughs> not. Are you trying to say I'm not smart, you jerk? <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. Well, anyway, now that I we got I all got that, I got better grades of... in school than you. Yeah, but you know, there's a uh, the lazy genius, you know. <laughs> I was a lazy genius, too. In high school, me and my friends, we used to, like, divide up the homework. Yeah, but you actually did it. Well, yeah, I didn't want to fail out, <laughs> either. There's a difference between being lazy and still passing your class. There's a difference between doing work at school, where I'm supposed to do work, and doing work at home, where I'm not supposed to do work. Says the person who's under quarantine. <laughs> That's different. That's different. I'm getting paid to do this. <laughs> I'm paying them to go to class. <laughs> okay. So let's go ahead and get into it. Um, let's do some updates with the podcast. Yeah, let's. So this is the end of the month. No, month already ended. So the winner for most listeners for the month is Georgia. Woo-hoo. Yeah, it's pretty you good. Broke California's streak. Actually, did you know it. what? I think la- I think it was last month that you guys broke California streak. So I think we're two and two right now. Man, it must be someone who just loves us very much. <laughs> I wonder who it could be. <laughs> Well, shout out to that person. And thanks to everybody for listening, too. Yes, thank you, guys. I think we also have two new states. Um, Have we mentioned Colorado? I don't think we have. I feel like we have, but... Okay, well, maybe we have, then. Welcome back, welcome back. Yeah. Have you, uh, have we mentioned uh, Connecticut? I feel like we have mentioned Connecticut. I feel like we have, too. Man, we need to, like, write these down. I know. I'm going to put up, like, a map. Yeah, that would be cool with the pins. Ah, classic. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be pretty cool. I could do it, too, because I could do change it so that instead of just the month, I could do it for the whole, like, year. Honestly, you could probably do it on, like, Google Maps, too. <laughs> Less fun but like I that. But I wouldn't be able to see it every time I wake I up. Know, and I know. I look be... and go, oh, look at that. I could put it right over my TV. It's like, technically, look at all these places our voices have been heard, you know? <laughs> I need a world map, too, then, huh? I need the United States and then the world map underneath. Yeah. We would. The world map would be pretty empty compared to the United States. <laughs> <laughs> now we got Bosnia-Herzegovina. 
<laughs> I would have to try to figure out where that is on the world map. Google Maps that one. <laughs> it's like in the Balkans. <laughs> okay. Well then, um, let's see. And I think that's it for podcast-wise. Uh, anything else new? I don't think so. I'm thinking maybe one of these days we'll do an episode where... Because we've always done like a little bit of something, maybe some... Well, not always, not every single episode, but every once in a while we'll do like a little something special in our podcast. Kind of like we'll do Wrong Answers Only, or oh, yeah. last week we did the whole guess what this person's superpowers are. A little game show stuff. Yeah, that's always fun. I do like that sort of stuff. I like games. Maybe one day we'll do an episode where it's just nothing but that instead of doing Don't You Know. So I think that'll be fun. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Okay, so let's go ahead and go into our lives. Go ahead. I shaved and trimmed my corona beard. I got tired of looking like Shaggy and I'm in pajamas <laughs> all day and it's just, it's it's a mess. So I trimmed up, feeling good, presentable. <laughs> Podcast people can't see, but. <laughs> see, he's been working from home. They can't go out. So obviously, what what reason would Jacob have for shaving? <laughs> well, it's also a chance to like find, it's like a standard, you know, now I can see where is my beard at, you know, and it's still not real far. <laughs> <laughs> so those cheeks the top of the cheeks i figure oh I'll just maybe that maybe they'll just grow in no it's still there's only like 12 hair follicles up there they just get real long so you get like 12 long hairs on your cheek just didn't work <laughs> <laughs> i just don't i don't know i don't know how to respond to that like, yeah fair I, I enough don't grow facial hairs so i don't really right next topic everyone else that's a guy on the podcast is like i feel you dude i feel you and i'm just like i have really no clue what you're talking about <laughs> Well, what about like, well, you're still kind of going out though to work. You're just working less days. Yeah, I only work okay, three days. Okay, so you're not a complete bum. No, I haven't been out like, I'm- I'm making regular trips to my alcohol store too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're using the, you got to use the drive-thru, right? No, we can go into the store and get alcohol. It's an essential. <laughs> <laughs> we got a drive-thru. Oh, some of the stores have it where you can like order it and they'll bring it out, but we still- Go in and no, get I it. haven't really been going through that much recently. Okay. Is that all for your update wise? Yeah, it's just quarantine stuff. We don't want to talk about coronavirus the whole podcast. People are sick of that. I'm sick of that. I'm ready to <laughs> like be like, oh, vaccine's out. We're delivering them by mail uh, with your refund checks. Just like, it's a pill too. You don't even need a shot. <laughs> all right, cool. Thanks. Thanks, government. That's what we pay you for. <laughs> so for me, I don't have any update wise, um, media wise. Well, let's do... Do you have anything media-wise? Yes. I want to do mine last. And it's related to our topic, sci-fi. We've been burning through Stranger Things. I don't remember if I talked about it last week or if we started that since last episode, but I've been through season one, uh, 90% of season two. We're going to do the finale tonight and um, then go into season three. Nice. It's super good. I knew it was going to be good. I just had never like... I haven't seen this third season yet. Oh, yeah? I don't know. I just kind of burned out of it like i got into that whole hype of it and then i just kind of burned out of it well we're gonna be watching it so i i honestly i kind of want to take a break i like taking breaks in between seasons and like letting things settle down and like thinking things over i don't for like a few taking days. breaks in between seasons oh, i want to keep does, going neither does diana she's like she's like all right next episode i'm like wait like <laughs> I, I need to <laughs> breathe like oh my gosh such a tearjerker or whatever <laughs> no don't give time to feel keep going <laughs> Anyway, but it's super good. Um, I knew it would be, but like the acting's phenomenal. Um, and the writing's pretty good. There's usually I don't get into stuff that's so like hocus pocus. I gotta have some sort of rationale or some sort of like grounds to real world physics or whatever, which is why I don't like a lot of superhero movies, as you know. But but this is working. It's okay for me. See, for me, like I don't know if I completely agree with the acting. 
Like, I don't really like the main character, Eleven. I don't, and that's why I haven't really seen the Lex season. I can't. Yeah, to be honest, she's not my favorite character. Like, she's not even up there. She's essential, obviously, but but I like so many of the other characters more. Yeah, and she's just, but she's the main character, so yeah. there's so much focused around her. And so that's why I haven't watched season three. It's like, I just, I know she's going to be there, and I just have no desire to watch her. Deanna's <laughs> <laughs> looking really forward to seeing it, so. I've only seen her in the actor in this role, and so it's kind of like, anytime I see her in a different role, it's like, I have no desire to see those movies either. Like Godzilla, I have no desire to see, because I'm like, well, she's also in it, and it's like, I don't even like her like her in this one, because I think a lot of her acting is based off of actually how the character's supposed to be portrayed, but to me, it almost makes me feel like she's like got no acting ability. Oh, she's limited by her role. I gotcha. Yeah, that's exactly it. She's probably limited by her role, but at the same time, since I've never seen her in anything else, it almost makes me feel like she can't act. I guess I'm mostly focusing, when I, when I say that they acting so good, I'm talking mostly about the boys. I feel like they impress me the most with them being yeah. children actors. And children actors are like so hit or miss. Like you'll see, when we watched a lot of TV recently and just different movies and stuff. And children actors are like, some of them are just so... I totally understand. Especially if you watch like, say like a Disney show. Like a Disney, like one Disney Channel, like you have a lot of them are like newly actors. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they are. And I feel like it's got to be tough because you know there's got to be so much riding on them. You know, they're young. They don't even know how to deal with like pressures. And then you got your your family. Maybe like I always wonder if the family's like, all right, you do well and you could get us rich and famous. So go do it. And then they're all. T- I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, I like. I was watching. Um, I've seen like a couple. Like I watched Raven's Home because you know I watched. That's so Raven when I was younger. So I was like, oh, I gotta watch Raven's home because it has Raven <laughs> in it. It's like her and her kids. And the kids, like, you could tell, like, they've never acted before. Like, they've never been in anything big because their acting is horrible. And then I was watching, like, um, on TikTok, a lot of times they do, because, like, our generation, now that we're kind of quarantined, has kind of slowly taken over TikTok. Oh. <laughs> I see a lot of stuff from when we were kids. And so um, I saw one thing recently where it was Selena Gomez and her role on Wizard Boy Real Place. And I watched some of those and I'm like, wow. Uh-huh. That acting is so much better than uh-huh. the acting that some of these other kids have. But granted, Selena Gomez has acted before Wizard of Waverly Place. She was on a couple of other things. She didn't have, I think Wizard of Waverly Place was her biggest role that she had up to that point, like her first mm-hmm. big role. But she was on other things. Like she had been acting since she was just a little kid. Like she was on Barney's. So she can't doesn't really count that much. So for me, media-wise, okay, so with yours... And I think this would be a good discussion topic once we actually get into our topic, which is kind of where does, you know, sci-fi fall versus, like, you know, fantasy and stuff like that. Yeah. Because mine is, I wouldn't consider it sci-fi, but it's going towards sci-fi. So recently I finished watching, it's called Legacy. Legacy, okay, I'm Googling it. And I finished watching it. So what I like to do a lot of times is either I go to fandom wiki, wiki and, uh... Sometimes I look up characters, like, if I can't wait to see what happens to them, I look, and I know it has multiple seasons, I'll look it up and see what happens to the character. Where it's going. (laughs) Yeah. Or sometimes, show that has a lot of, like, big emphasis on family relations, then I start to forget who's related to who, so then I'll pull up the character and see who's related to who. And so I'm watching this show, and there's so many times where, say, um... It goes on and keeps like mentioning something, but it never actually goes into it. And I keep waiting, waiting for them to do the backstory on it. And they never do. Come to find out, when I Wikipedia this thing, it's a spinoff of a spinoff of Vampire Diaries. Ah, nice. 
Now, are you into Vampire Diaries? I can't remember. Have you watched them? I've never seen it. Oh, okay. That's why. That's why when I'm watching this, I'm kind of like, "What? Where are you gonna? Are you gonna explain this? Like, it's been two seasons, and you still haven't explained this." They're like, "Oh, you want an explanation? There's a whole TV show for you." Exactly. <laughs> like, so the character, the main character, is part of the spinoff, which is the originals. Her father plays is like the big focal point, like that whole family, the Michaelsons, and. So they keep like they keep mentioning her father. They keep mentioning her father, and I'm like, are you gonna tell us anything more about her father? Like you keep emphasizing how much of he was a bad guy, but he loved his <laughs> daughter. And I'm like, and you keep mentioning about how he died for his daughter, and it's like, well, are you gonna tell us how he died for his daughter already? <laughs> uh-huh. And then there's even a couple of times in the show where, like, someone shows up and you know how, like, they have kind of, like, when you bring someone back from, like, a sequel or something like that, they kind of have this, like, pause. Like, you're supposed to get excited that this person showed up as a guest star. So, you you know, have you ever seen shows like that where it kind of has, like, almost a pause? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It's not, like, an actual pause, but it almost has, like, kind of, like, a pause feeling to it. So, you could be like, oh, my God, look, it's this person. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. They'll, like, maybe pan the camera around them or something. Or they'll, like, zoom in or they're, like, three cuts where he, like, does something. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like, they walk around the corner and they're like, I'm back. And you're like, oh. And then kind of has, like, a pause kind of thing. Yeah. And so, it kind of had that a couple of times. And I'm kind of, like, waiting. I'm like... Why in the world did you emphasize this character so much? They were only in one episode. <laughs> That's funny. Just big confusion. Yeah, so I found out about that. And so now I'm going and watching Vampire Diaries because I'm and I'm like, oh, I didn't want to have to do this. But I really like this show. That's on Deanna's list too. She wants to watch that one. There's so many episodes and then you got to watch the originals. Legacy is so good though. And so I'm kind of like, well, I really like this and I really need to watch these other ones. And so now though, because I've watched Legacy, see i kind of know the like the outcome of some of these people so i'm seeing some of these characters and i'm like oh you've been mentioned you've been mentioned oh i know what happens to you (laughs) Uh nice and then you see some characters and they interact with each other they just meet and you're like i know you two end up together because you guys have a kid Uh who's in legacy (laughs) nice oh that's funny basically spoiled it all yeah so it's interesting going back and watching those things. Quick throwback. I was looking up earlier. Um, I mentioned surprised at how, how good the actors were. The kid actors in Stranger Things. I looked up just, just the kid who plays Mike, and he's in a ton of stuff. This is not his first role. <laughs> I yeah. Just, I just, it's been another stuff I've seen. I guess I just didn't recognize him. Yeah, he is. He's on a lot of stuff. I think he's also, isn't he in It? Yeah, he's in It. He's, he plays an episode in Supernatural, and he's in the uh, the 100. Oh, he's in the 100? Really? Yeah. I have to look up and see. Maybe he's in the one of the newer episodes then, because I stopped watching after like season like two. Oh uh, yeah, we should move forward past um past media. You were talking. You had a question. You said, "What's the difference between sci-fi and fantasy?" Yeah, like I think that's a good discussion to start off. Because I mean, like like I was saying, was that my media is like vampires, werewolves, and stuff like that. Yeah, I'd say that's that's pretty rooted in fantasy, not science. But Stranger Things to me is more towards fantasy than sci-fi so i guess yeah i'd say it's pretty fantasy <laughs> so let's kind of i guess that would be a good discussion though because they do kind of intertwine so and then another topic on top of that would be superheroes like does that fall under fantasy sci-fi or is that a whole different car- uh, you know category on its own superhero uh, so i think there's like i've heard the terms uh, people have heard of like hard science fiction and soft science fiction, and then there's also oh, science, that. science fantasy as well. Now, I think the big thing is like if there's magic, if it can't be explained by like 
Okay, so we'll start at the hard spectrum. Hard science fiction is like, okay, this is, it's science fiction. It's based on like engineering and mathematic and scientific principles that we know. And it's a realistic interpretation of those. So it's like, okay, we don't have Gauss cannons, but we know that you could make like magnets work and you could launch a project. We actually do have Gauss projectiles. IRL. But you can make magnets work, and so we could have a Gauss cannon on this aircraft carrier or whatever. That's a hard science fiction, where it might be in, like, 2150 or something, but it's all firmly rooted in reality. Um, then the soft science fiction, where it might have, like, plasma or ion, or maybe they're using nuclear somehow, but... It's kind of like, and then that kind of, there's a blurred line between there too, because it's like it's fallout where you have nuclear powered everything and it's where nuclear is kind of magic. Is that soft science fiction? I don't think that's kind of like on the softer part of it. Does it have to have like powers of some sort or is it just like anything that's kind of like science related? It's mostly has to be science related. That's science fiction, you know? Yeah, but, like, does it have to have powers, though? Because, like, The 100. Have you seen The 100 or at least know what it's about? I remember we watched season two of The 100, but I don't remember. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, you you know, it's these people who lived in space because of the nuclear war, and then they come back down to Earth to see if it's habitable, Mm -hmm. and then they meet people who, you know, survived the nuclear war and all that stuff. I mean, that's science. I mean... Yeah, going into space. Yeah, it's going to space, living in space for a while, a nuclear war, all that stuff would be science. But when I think Definitely about- Definitely science fiction, yeah. So you think it's science fiction? Because when yeah, I think sure. of the show, I don't don't really picture it as science fiction. I just Usually, picture it as like- if you're in space, it's probably science fiction of some sort. Okay. <laughs> so, well, see, to me, I'm just trying to picture like science fiction. I guess I just, like, I picture so much more focus on the science, not just that. I don't know. Oh, you're expecting like a science documentary, like space travel or something? So, well, even, like, I guess kind of like that, but, I mean, like, more, like, I don't know, to me, because then they come back down to Earth, and then they're on Earth, and even though they were up in space, and even though they did have, like, a nuclear war, it doesn't focus on, like, really that much stuff, like, on that, whereas, like, if they're battling in space, it's, like, they're in space, there's no getting around that, they're in space, and then, like, say, like, Star Wars, or, but see, will Star Wars be sci-fi? You can have science fiction completely on Earth as, like, like, think of, like, Imagine, like, there's, uh, I can't think of it, Deus Ex, um, Human Interaction, D-E-U-S, not Day of, anyway, um, Deus Ex, and the, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's all, like, future stuff, and it's cybernetic, so people get, like, imagine if you could get, like, a bionic arm that's, like, super strong, and, like, doctors are like, yeah, you can come in, it's a normal procedure, costs, like, 50, 50 million credits, and you get it done, and you just go through, and you have, like, implants where you can have, like, cameras in your eyes, like, black, black mirror stuff, you know, that's science fiction, and it's all on Earth. And, well, I mean, like, yeah, and see, it's all on Earth, but it involves, like, robots and stuff like that. Like, iRobot, that's a good science. So that's, that's science fiction, yeah. But, like, for the 100, it's almost like, it's hard to believe that it's, like, it could be happening right now. Oh, because it's like a modern science fiction. I see what you're saying. Okay. So, I guess, yeah, I just, I guess because it doesn't have such a strong focal point around science. Like, even, like, the 100 who are supposed to be, like, more technically evolved or whatever, they're just using regular guns. Oh, yeah. It's not like fancy blasters or anything like that. <laughs> We've gone, we were talking about science fiction and hard science fiction soft ones. And then the, um, the science fantasy. What, I can't remember. Do they have any sort of special powers like mind control or like the Reavers are kind of, they're not magic. 
I don't remember. Let's look at Star Wars. Boop, boop, boop. And we're bringing up Star Wars <laughs> finally. Is so Star Wars would be considered science fantasy then. Science right? fantasy, yeah, because you got the you got the the Force is. I mean, that's not part of science. They're not they're not trying to say that they're manipulating airwaves and doing stuff. No, that's like magic. It's fun. It's not a bad thing, but that's science fantasy. So does that mean superhero would be science fantasy then? Superheroes? Yeah, probably. Because some if, of them if are science at all. Like I don't even think that like. You could argue that Tony Stark is a sci-fi movie, science fantasy movie, but he's just, I don't know, that's kind of why we just call him superhero movies. I don't think they really fit. You think they're completely different? Like, okay. who do you think is the most that. technological, technologically advanced? Like, like Batman uses gadgets, but I don't even think he's a sci-fi movie. It's not really pitched that way. I think that the plot kind of has to be about something related to- Because, I mean, to- think about, like, Cyborg and stuff like that. He's, like, straight up technology all the way. Yeah, that's true. He's a sci-fi character. In a superhero movie, I guess. But, like, is he, like, even, like, what's happening in his brain right there? Is that magic cybernetic gel goo? Or, like, is it processors? It's alien what's going technology. On? Exactly, yeah. And aliens might not exist according to science. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where it kind of gets blurred. But, yeah, obviously, I mean, the, the point of the media is to have fun. I think it all kind of just blurs. I guess it's what you get from it. And how much of it you believe in. So, um, yeah, that's a very accurate way to look at it. Let's talk about... Well, we never finished Star Wars because people are going to be like, what? You only talked about Star Wars in the... No, it will come back up. I'm just saying it's an example of science fantasy because of the Force. We can talk about it more. In Star Trek, right? Star Trek is more science fiction. They try and be more... Well, they do have like warps hyperspeed and stuff where you go do like warp time but they try and be more rooted well they do have matter materializers too i've never seen (laughs) i've never seen star trek neither have i actually to be completely honest okay (laughs) i've seen one episode and it was like i don't think i've seen any (laughs) it was like i I just put it on it was just on one day and i was watching it and it was it wasn't fair because it was like a middle episode like the filler thing and like it was so boring it was like about a romance these two characters i didn't know and they were just it was so i was like I don't think this is an accurate representation of, like, why people like Star Trek, so <laughs> I gotta try it again. <laughs> the only thing I've seen is um, a, sh- a comedy that my uncle likes that's, like, almost a comedy of Star Trek, where I guess these characters, you know, Star Trek is a, uh, you know, filmed, and then they end up getting, like, abducted because these aliens think that they're actually, like, the characters are real, and that it was actually their, like, like daily vlog that they were watching. I can't remember what it was called. I'll have That's to funny. I've never heard of that. I can't remember what it was called, but it's like one of my uncle's like favorite movies. I've seen it a couple of times, and that's like the closest I've gotten to like Star Trek. It's not Star Trek that they film, but it's like a show that's very similar to Star Trek. What would you say is like the hardest science fiction like experience that you've had? Be it like a movie that's like really in like I I've never seen Interstellar, but have, if you've seen it, that could be like up there. So I hear like maybe Gravity. I've never even heard of that. Oh, you never heard of Interstellar? Huh? It Cold Yoko is the strongest sci-fi I've ever Cold seen. Cold that's super science fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> that's very soft. <laughs> that's funny. No, um, I don't watch. Honestly, I don't watch too much sci-fi. That's why I said you would have to take the reins on this one. For me, I think that my I, when when I think of like I, like I said, I was talking to you on the phone while we were. Well, texting before we um, plan this episode. I've never really been that big into space. It was kind of randomly happened when I found the Elite Dangerous game, which is like it's a VR. Well, it's not just a VR game, but I got it for VR. And you basically just fly a spaceship and you start in a small spaceship and you go and you can do like you can do like mining runs and you can do 
Obviously, bounty hunting is what I go into. There's a bunch of stuff you do, but just piloting a spaceship in VR is like the coolest thing ever. And that finally got me interested in like, like looking at like how planets like actually like space is really weird. Like nothing's we talked once about how no somebody else was talking about, you know, how like in space and when you've watched Star Wars and all the ship fleets are like parallel with each other, like they're all like on a big like lake almost. It's not like that. They're all just in crazy random directions, and it's all completely relative. Like, space is relative. You finally really start to understand that when you're flying a spaceship. <laughs> so that sort of stuff, it, it's... I love that game. I'm like, I can't even form words just overwhelmed just <laughs> thinking about flying around right now. It's really good. I feel like that's a good example, though, is that, like... Because, so, like, a lot of times you think of sci-fi, and your, your immediate reaction is kind of movies or TV shows. But you bring up a good point. So, you know, sci-fi is also gaming as well. Oh, hugely. I'm still looking for uh, what this guy was in, what the show, the movie was called. And I just, uh, I can't remember at all. I'm racking my brain trying to think of sci-fi stuff. No, <laughs> no obviously oh, there's, no. There's, there's Halo. Halo's a big one. Um, I was going to say Dead Space oh, yeah. came to mind even before Halo for some reason. That was why pretty is that, sci-fi Why one. would you consider that one sci-fi versus sci-fantasy, though? Which one, Halo? Yeah, because that's aliens. Yeah, they're kind of, um. well, they do have aliens, but it's it's a, so- it's a soft science fiction. They try and do, like, it is like the U.S. Marines, and they do try and have, Galaxy like... Galaxy Quest. That's what Galaxy Quest. Oh, I think I've heard of that. I don't know too much about Halo lore. I think it is trying to play pretty straight. Like, it could be real, I guess. Yeah, I like Halo. It was one of the first few games I ever played on Xbox, at least. Galaxy and, uh, Quest with Tim Allen. This is such a good movie. <laughs> I've watched this before. <laughs> That's like the closest I've ever gotten to Star Trek. And isn't even Star Trek. <laughs> That's very funny. Have you ever seen Starship Troopers? Yes, with the books. We talked yeah. about it not last episode, episode That's before. kind of a soft science fiction one. But it's like, it's a See, satire. But that deals with aliens, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sci-fi does have aliens. It's just the hard science fictions where they're like, oh. And it, it depends on, like, what your aliens are doing, too. And, like, what kind of aliens. If they're, like, weird, teleporty, like... Because Superman's an alien, too. Yeah. And he's got magic powers and he can just fly. You can't just it's levitate. It's magic powers. Yeah, you can't just levitate. How does he fly? How does science explain his flying? His, um, the way that his, uh, genes, not genes, um, cells, his body cells process the uv rays from the sun is different from humans which is what gives him the powers Mm -hmm. you can't see this face i'm giving but i'm not buying it (laughs) i'm not buying it it's not a science fiction (laughs) just because it's not science you understand (laughs) he could just as easily be from another dimension and it would be a fantasy or he could be from like underground are you saying you saying another dimension can't be sci-fi once if you build a portal to go to another dimension it's it's if it's like wormhole stuff no i mean donnie darko is kind of a science fantasy science fiction kind of thing i mean it is definitely science fiction like time travel is pretty good into there so and that's where it comes back to the point where i was talking about what's what is the line between science, fi- sci-fi, and fantasy? They're just, they're so blurred, and you would think once you get into, it, you're like, no, there's no, you know, you start off, you're like, they're obviously two different genres, and then you get into it where you have a whole bunch of these that are, you know, sci, sci fantasy, and you, you realize how much <laughs> the line is blurred, <laughs> and all all right, up to right. your interpretation. <laughs> Googling. We're going to get an exact definition between the two. <laughs> I'm on Reddit. Oh, no, because Reddit is so reliable. <laughs> They're good. It's got, this guy's got four points. <laughs> it's a council. This guy is saying that fantasy is a weird and different world where humans happen to live in, and science fiction is our world or an imaginable future where certain things changed. 
So he's arguing that Superman would most definitely be science fiction. But somebody says, unless you're much stricter about exactly what things have changed, that pretty much classifies the whole urban fantasy subgenre as sci-fi. Do you really want to classify Twilight as science fiction? Well, you're right. The scale is not perfect. That's true. Because it would fall under that. If you're saying fantasy is only when it's in a different universe than ours, Twilight would fall in this universe and therefore be sci-fi if he went by that definition. Same with Vampire Diaries and Legacy. I'm skimming an article. You can count this as our article as soon as I skim it. Okay. But, and that would mean that Star Wars would be fantasy then, because that's not our world. It's a different dimension. No, it's it's in a, it's in a galaxy far, far away. It is, so, yeah, it is our so universe. Our wor- it is our universe. Okay, so, okay. Yeah, world is a bad term in that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. Okay, I have, I have a list. So this is about hard and soft sci-fi, which might be what we're really trying to get to. I like how we're like, the whole thing has just been like on this teeny tiny definition here. We've just been going back and forth. <laughs> but see, that's what we're supposed to be, don't you know? We're supposed we have to be to doing don't you know. unspoken rules, though. So we need to be able to define what sci-fi is. It's an unspoken rule. You should know which one it is. <laughs> All right. It says hard sci-fi. Science and technology is integral to the plot. Whereas soft sci-fi, characters, relationships, and cultures aren't integral to the plot. Okay, and then this is hard. The science must be realistic and based on currently proven facts. The technology must be theoretically possible. That's, I okay. think, the big drawing line there. Where it says soft is science is realistic, but can be based on unproven facts or ideas. Okay, so aliens would be unproven. Yeah, that would be a soft sci-fi. Whereas, like, hard would be... Even, like, there's not... I can't think of too many sci-fis that are, like, hard, though. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure there are tons of them. There are examples here, but I haven't heard of them. Yeah, because, like, iRobot would be soft. Pretty because soft. There's not there's not really anything that can... I mean, we have some AI. I guess it could be kind. There's hover cars. We don't have that yet. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying real hard. Yeah, but they say that the possibility of it's very, very unlikely because of how heavy cars are. Yeah. For them to be able to hover would require such a mass amount of power or something like that. It wouldn't be possible. It says hard science fiction often includes details from math, physics, engineering, computer science, biology, chemistry, etc. It says details, whereas in soft science fiction, stories more concerned with social sciences like psychology, politics, history, sociology, economics, etc. So Kodoyoko would be soft sci-fi then. Pretty soft, yeah. It's more like the... Um, but it wouldn't be fantasy, because it's about virtual reality. Yeah, you're right. It would be a soft sci-fi anime. And it's still like, the only part of it that would probably separate it from hard would be probably that it could turn around and affect like xana could turn around and affect the real world the way he does but none of them have like special powers in real life they go in the only thing the hard thing about it's the virtual reality sucked into the video game yeah 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 and like if you could say it's like they're just like is it like the matrix where they're a battery and they're being plugged in and they're not real and it's all a thing or is it are they actually their souls are being sucked into the thing at any point because i don't think it's really complicated and i don't know why we're making such a such a like distinct line here because we need one. <laughs> Hard sci-fi details, scientific advancements realistically and accurately does not include fantastic elements, whereas soft sci-fi, near-future works, dystopia, science fantasy, space opera, alternative history, and time travel can include fantastic elements. So so sci-fantasy is actually just soft sci-fi. Yeah, I think it's just sci-fi is kind of a blanket term. And then hard sci-fi is like the main where it's like, no, no, no. We're having like a, a real one where we're talking about. it's. It, I've seen The Martian listed this as examples. This could be examples. our future. <laughs> yeah, the Martian, The Enemy Stars, Wool, The Three-Body Problem. I don't know any of those. The Martian kind of sounds familiar. And it says soft sci-fi. It could be Cinder, Configured, The Forgotten. And then it says Ready Player One. Not the movie, but the book. 
but the movie that's too. another vr one where but that one isn't quite as immersive as Kolioko and other ones sword online the book is apparently a lot more intense than the movie like it's made for like adults oh yeah okay. so they're talking hmm. about the book my uncle liked Ready Player One. He watched that one a lot. Yeah, I didn't really like but it. But it had a lot of, like, references. I liked the references that it had in the movie. Yeah. It was like a, a big Easter egg movie. Yeah, it was, like, that. sensory overload to me. I thought it was too gimmicky. <laughs> it's like, oh, look how trendy we are. We know all your favorite characters. Ha-ha. Come watch our movie. <laughs> like, get out of here. It what generation you're from. If there's something for you. All I see is licensing and money. <laughs> I'm so jaded. It's so terrible. No. <laughs> Are we sure you're not a hipster? <laughs> anyway, I just want to fly spaceships around. All right, let's get back on track. Let's get some sort of like focus. Where are we going with this podcast? I don't know. It's, this is your one. Remember I said you in charge. All right, let's talk about... It's not so easy now, is it? <laughs> I just want to talk about Cowboy Bebop because that's an awesome one. Cool. I've never seen it. You've never seen so it? So go ahead. <laughs> I highly, highly recommend it. It's a, it's an anime. I've heard. It's sci-fi. I mean, it's not a hard sci-fi. They got spaceships and stuff, but it's mostly humans. And uh, yeah, they got some cool stuff, but it's it's very, very stylish and it's pretty fun. And some of the things that they do are more like, like you can tell that they're pretty smart with how they approach their things. Like nothing's too, you could believe it if you suspend your disbelief a little bit, you know? You're like, okay, we got spaceships for a few years in the future. I could see this happening. And he's super cool. Like, I highly recommend this show. You should check it out, like, ASAP. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I've heard of... I got a buddy who really likes Battlestar Galactica. Um, he's not Dwight Schrute, um, but it's a really good show, too. Wait a second. No, he likes Stargate. Battlestar Galactica is a soap opera one. That's... He also kind of likes, but... Stargate is apparently a really good one to do, too. They're known for having kind of realistic flying physics, like in Elite Dangerous. I will say, for anybody who knows the game, Elite Dangerous does have, like, a hyper speed, and that's not really realistic. But other than that, it's <laughs> handles pretty well. Yeah, so, like, when they're, like... The big thing is that, you know, when you're... It's, like, acceleration versus velocity in space. And so, nothing's really... You're, you're still going, like, 200 miles an hour, but, you know, compared to that planet you're passing or whatever. So, you can, like, turn around and go backwards and, like, point your guns at a guy that's, like, chasing you, but you're still going super fast. You're just pointing backwards. Like, how they... Mm -hmm. So, they'll do that sort of stuff in Stargate, and it's pretty neat. Another good one is The Expanse, so I hear. It's on my list, um, and I'm probably going to pick that one up at some point. Uh, but it's 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 supposedly a pretty good take on what could happen. But yeah, I don't know. I like this sort of stuff. I'm getting really into it. I think it's interesting. I spent so much time on Earth that maybe I can get out of the stars now. <laughs> and it's pretty neat sometimes when you get out there. Just if you can get, like, that game gives you such a sense of just, like, how small you are compared to, like, the planet and just, like, just how vast and empty space is. Oh, it's... It's really kind of beautiful. All right, there I said it. Yeah, maybe he's a sci-fi nerd after all. <laughs> <laughs> so far, everything that you've just said so far, like I've never even heard of. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, what Jacob knows, I don't. What I know, Jacob doesn't. <laughs> How are we friends? Yeah. I don't know. There's very few things we have in <laughs> We both are willing to go on adventures. <laughs> yeah. Some to the moon and some to, I don't know. Where do you go? The superhero. For sure. <laughs> hmm. Let me think of other sci-fi principles. Don't you know, time travel is always going to be confusing. Let's talk about that for a minute. What's What do you think of when you think of time travel? Oh, man. I like. Sometimes I'm like, oh, that'd be cool. You could do this. And, and then I'm like, wait, but then that completely destroys this. And it's like, sometimes it's one of those shower thoughts where you're like, if time travel existed and I went back in time to do this, but then how would I make sure I went back in time and continued to do that, or else I wouldn't be <laughs> able to do it. And then you have 
the Avengers, who have, like, time travel. And sometimes I think about that, and then I'm like, wait, but that makes no sense. How did this happen? And Because I don't think those are very good time travel mechanics. I think those are more fantasy than fiction and science fiction. <laughs> <laughs> I thought time travel falls under sci-fi. It is. But soft sci-fi, so soft therefore sci-fi. fantasy yeah, it's is very included. Soft. Gonna do time travel and just, uh... Magically go fix problems. Whereas, like, I think that when you start dealing with, like, multiple, like, dimensions and stuff, like, when you get, there's this, this one movie about, like, this, I can't even explain, I'm not even going to go into it, but time travel is so, so complicated that when it's just, like, just, like, easily dropped into a, a, a plot as, like, a magic plot thing, I roll my eyes at it. But it, like, has to be, like, about time travel, like, okay, this is really complicated, and we're going to need to really pay attention to how that we do this. That is a complete lie. You, just... you know why? I don't know. Bill and Ted. Never seen it. Oh, okay. And isn't that like a stoner movie? Like, Yes, exactly. That's not going to be <laughs> a hardcore so exactly. sci-fi example of time you travel. You were saying basically in time travel, for it to be good, it would have to actually be thought out because it's complicated. But Ted, Bill and Ted is not that. <laughs> 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 they just do whatever they want with time travel. <laughs> With no consequence. Yeah. I think that's more of a comedy, <laughs> though. I think the intention of... The author's intention is kind of important in what's your direction here. Is your is your intention to sell, like, a, a cool story that's, like, fun to think about and you're, you don't mind breaking disbelief? Or is this supposed to be, like, all right, let's think about, like, a, a the principle of, like, if you go back in time, will you still exist? Or, like, what would happen? Like, like stuff like, if you get in a teleporter... Are your molecules going to get cut up into a thousand tiny, a, a million, billion tiny pieces, put through a wire, and then reassembled? Does that kill you? Or is it, okay, so we came up with this great thing that happens, and this person, this happens, and now we can't think of a great solution, so let's just do time travel. Because sometimes I feel like that. <laughs> like, they have this really great thought out, like, plot, and it's great, but the only solution, they can't think of, like, a, a good solution that goes for the pro- protagonist to, like, win they can't think of it. Oh, so, oh, just time travel. <laughs> yeah, it was just time travel. I mean, it, it's fun. Time travel is fun. It's just, it's, you got to do it right. If you don't do it right, it, it's, time travel is very similar to saying, oh, and then he wokes up and it, it was all a dream. It's very similar to that if you do it wrong. And I've seen it done so lazy and it's like, all right, time travel. What do you think about the teleporter, though? If somebody invents a teleporter and a scientist walks through and he comes out on the other side and says, look, magic, I'm perfectly fine. How do you know it's him? Or is it just his body and his soul has been ripped out and he's he's just a shell? Now, that's a hard science fiction kind of kind of idea. Yeah, teleport's kind of hard. Anytime I think of teleportation, most of the time I think more along the lines of like, because like my favorite superhero is Raven, and so ways she teleports people is through magic. So it's hard to when you do teleportations. And for me, since it's like my favorite character uses magic to teleport, anytime I see teleportation, I don't really try to think how in the world are they getting teleported when it comes down to actually sci-fi and not magic. And that I think that's the difference. If if you have if you can sit there and think. How did this, how does that happen? Like, and they're like, okay, well, they, they actually like imprint them into data and then they transmit the data over wires or whatever. If you start to get into that, that's the harder end. And if you just go, oh, it's just magic. Oh, okay. That's fine. It's not bad. It's not bad to have magic. So anytime I see teleportation, I guess I don't give it like too much thought. 
because I'm just so used to, you know, growing up watching Teen Titans and she teleports them everywhere and it's just kind of like, okay. And then I watch, like I said, I watch a lot of superhero kind of stuff. So teleportation a lot of times is just magic. There's no, there's not any reason to give any thought to it. So when you watching shows and you're actually watching stuff that's based off of like science and stuff like that, you're looking like, how in the world did you do that? And for me, I'm like, oh, it's magic. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> there's some reason behind it. I don't need to know. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Sci-fi. And honestly, kind of a harder sci-fi. Because they make a point of explaining that they extract the DNA from the mosquitoes. And you can go, oh, I can see that working. And you go along with it. Okay, but yeah, they would extract it. But how would they turn around and take that DNA and build a whole dinosaur, basically? Because, I mean, we can extract DNA from people now. They put it in a chicken egg. Don't you remember the little, like, when they go on the tour? That's your DNA. And the little, like, the DNA guy with the animation? They put in the chicken egg. They, they spliced it. <laughs> Hardcore science is supposed to be based off of stuff that they can basically do now yeah. or have proven theory. Well, it's not a hardcore so one. Seen, Obviously, they don't have dinosaurs in real life. I haven't seen them life. clone anything. They've apparently cloned a sheep. I'm saying it. I'm not saying it's a hard sci-fi. It's it's on the harder lines because they make a it's point closer. of doing it. It's not just. It's, closer, it's not just. They didn't just find a dinosaur egg, or it didn't just randomly wander out of nowhere. You know. It's closer, but I still would say it's still soft one. It's harder than ET. <laughs> I never really liked ET. <laughs> I just I never really got ET. I didn't really like it. That's still soft because it's aliens. Yeah, it's really soft. I mean, he makes a bike fly with telekinesis. It's. Anything in telekinesis is going to be on the softer end, Supposedly too. telekinesis exists. <laughs> That's not real. We can't do that. <laughs> Some people have that ability. <laughs> Unless you're Neo. Now, that's a fun little cop-out because – not cop-out. That's a fun little plot is being able to do the magic stuff in the Matrix because it's not real. But then it's a harder on the outside. Well, at least to have the magic robots flying around. That's pretty soft. I always kind of was interested in also in the stuff that involves like almost like psychics kind of stuff, you know? That one's kind of hard, too, because, like, it's not really proven, but for some people, it, it feel, <laughs> they think it is. Psychics and mediums and stuff like that. Ghosts. Would that be uh, soft? You know, like, ghosts and, and, like, not so much supernatural, where it's, like, witches and stuff like that, but, like, ghosts and um, psychics and medium. Yeah, I think anything with ghosts is going to be kind of fantasy, because I don't really see them as science fiction. I don't think there's any science... I don't think there's any science to ghosts. Yeah. I think we're forgetting the science part. <laughs> well, I mean, it also comes down to... They're kind of like aliens in a way where like people believe in them doesn't necessarily have been proven yet. Yeah, that's a good point. But what about what would you say about like mediums and psychics, though? I mean, you have them on TV all the time. And nah, they're not science. They get debunked all the time. That's true. And it's always so embarrassing. <laughs> oh. For me, I have to root for the underdogs. I want to see them succeed. <laughs> yeah. Just not at my house telling me there's a spirit. You can succeed at someone else's place. I think it's funny that, like, I, I, I again, just say that, like, I'm not a huge sci-fi guy. Because I'm, I'm saying all these things and I can't even back up. Like, the whole, I keep calling stuff hard or soft or whatever. And, like, it's probably people listen. Like, you really need to get, when you get into, like, Orwellian, like, 1984 and, like, H.G. Wells and stuff, those sort of authors, those are the more, like, where they actually are, like, hard science fiction where it's actual like even then i mean it's still like twenty thousand. wait who's twenty thousand leagues on the sea who wrote this book by jules verne yeah jules verne he does a lot of well, his are kind of more i don't know i'm not an expert on this topic do your own research but they're <laughs> fun yeah i guess we should wrap up we didn't really do too many don't you know <laughs> that was on you jacob <laughs> you can't just blame me you're the host 
I told you this was your your uh, episode. Oh my gosh. Well, well, I hope you all liked it. Um, you can close out too. I'm just going to sit here and just look pretty like you usually do. I don't just sit there and go, oh, it's your show. Why don't you do it? When you're going, I, I, I contribute. I did contribute. Thanks for listening, I had guys. We're having a good fun <laughs> time over here. <laughs> I'm just teasing. No, it's always fun. Yeah, thank y'all for listening. Uh, I guess we're wrapping up here. Um, please, if you would, uh, go ahead and do a little, a little heart. Click a like thing or whatever. And um, yeah, if you're talking to somebody about sci-fi, you can be like, oh, just listen to this cool podcast or whatever. Um, You can talk to us about if you're watching anything this weekend that was like, I say this weekend, whatever week that you're on, um, watching anything cool or whatever. It's like sci-fi. Let us know. And don't you know, watch what you like, regardless if it's sci-fi or not. Yeah, for sure. It's just two different genres. Genres arguing is like, it's not like the people who are like, oh, that's not speed metal. That's math core. And it's like, do you want to be right <laughs> or do you want to have friends? Like, <laughs> Don't you know, don't pick on your sci-fi nerds. And I'm done. I contribute to don't you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they'll, they'll own your company in 10 years. <laughs> if you're working for them. Don't bully the nerds, kids. Uh, we're on Twitter at Don't You Know Pod, and uh, we're on Gmail at Don't You Know Pod at Gmail dot com. Spotify, you're already on Spotify or Podbean listening to us. We got YouTubes. We got the YouTubes. I just put out a YouTube video the other day. This is a short one. On our on our channel? No, no, no. On my own personal. Sorry. All right, that's all I got. Well, until next time, guys. Bye. See ya.